Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a boatload of callers on hold tonight already, so we will get to them. And before we do, I have a special guest that's joining us for a couple of minutes here at, as we start the show, and his name's Brandon Beecham. Hi, Brandon. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. So pleased to be here. Thanks for having me. You bet. I was on Brandon's show. I guess we taped it last week, right, Brandon? Yeah, I believe we did. I want to say we taped it a little over a week ago, and it was just released um, less than 24 hours ago, actually. Right. So I wanted Brandon to tell all of you about his show and just introduce him to you and uh, so you can find out what a fabulous guy he is, like I did. We had a ball when I when he we was did. interviewing me. <laughs> I think our brains think a lot alike. He's an entrepreneur um, like I am. And so I swear we could have gone down about 50 million rabbit holes, didn't we, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> I, as I like to put it, I, I definitely feel we are hatched from the same cosmic egg. And, uh, you know, I think everyone's had that experience where you you uh, cross paths with someone who there's so much overlap and sort of uh, the type of personality you are. It's like that instant uh, deep sense of familiarity. And, um, you know, it's always such a joy to have that sort of experience because it doesn't always happen with my guests, you know, uh, from time to time. But, uh yeah, we definitely had a great time. And, um, yeah, would you just like me to tell them a little bit, uh, Julie, about, I would. The, about the show? Okay. About, yeah. the, about your show, about the show we taped, and about what else you have going on, and a little bit about you, just so they can know mm-hmm. where to find you and, and find the show. Sure, sure, sure. yeah. So, uh, as, uh, as you mentioned, my name is Brandon Beecham. I have been doing a show for a little over four years called The Positive Head Podcast. And the aim of the show is to really help people, uh, starting with myself, to to maintain an elevated vibration. So I do five episodes a week. Uh, Sometimes other podcasters look at me like I'm crazy, uh, you know, doing five episodes a week. But it really, um, it's, it's, uh, it's helped a lot with that aim of maintaining an elevated vibration. Each day I get to start my day with, okay, what's bubbling up for me? What intuitively wants to come through? What uh, lessons am I learning? And we really kind of sift through, you know, I, I refer to it as spiritual alchemy as the art of sifting and shifting perspectives until love emerges. And you get to the perspective of viewing things from the perspective of higher self, uh, whatever you want to call it. Right. And, um, I refer to it as higher self. And, uh, you know, as we sort of take on that view of life is happening, uh, isn't happening to us, it's happening for us. 
and through us, then you start treating everything as, as the gift that it really is. And of course, finding those lumps of coal and learning how to transmute them into diamonds. So I will, you know, uh, with positive head, I'll each morning, it's okay, what wants to come through? Maybe I get questions from listeners, whatever's bubbling up in my own, own life, and just sort of freestyle what wants to come through that day. Uh, that's Monday and Tuesday. On Wednesday is what I call a soul share uh, interview, which uh, Julie was uh, the soul share last week, or, or, you know, it just was released yesterday, episode 961. So I've done quite a few at this point. Um, and then Thursday, similar to Monday and Tuesday. And then Friday is fan, sort of a fan takeover. We call it the P-Head Posse. And people who have been affected by the show, it's helped to, you know, shift their perspectives. And uh, that, of course, is the thing that has fueled me the most to continue doing it is getting that feedback of, you know, oh, I found the show through X, Y, Z, you know, maybe sometimes they can just search the word positive and, you know, and, and they get sort of locked into it. And because it's such a regular broadcast, I think it really helps to rewire, you know, these neural networks and start getting, seeing things from a perspective uh, that, that, you know, as I always say with this sort of stuff, for some people can be, you know, pretty woo woo or out there, you know, from someone who has a more traditional perspective. I always say just, you know, when you, when you sort of, uh, examine a lot of this stuff, Julie, as you know, you, um, I, you approach it. And I always say, just if you approach it with an open mind, then apply the ideas and perspectives and see for yourself. And once you do that, you know, buckle up your seatbelt because, you know, I find uh, applying these, these perspectives on, you know, the ultimate nature of reality and the intrinsic oneness of all things and life is happening uh, for me, not to me. Uh, once I started applying those things in my own life many, many years ago, I, uh, you know, really saw major benefits and have seen that ripple to so many others. So I think the proof for all of it is in the results that are, are achieved, right? So, um, so yeah, that's essentially uh, what I've been doing for a little over four years with Positive Head. And of course, you can find the Positive Head podcast anywhere that, that you know, has podcasts. Um, you can go to positivehead.com. Um, you can get, you know, of course, iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud or, you know, anywhere, any of the, any of the podcast apps, free podcast apps that you can get on your smartphone, um, you know, and just search positive head and I'll come right up. Um, and, you know, the, the other thing that you referenced really is, uh, I'm just in the process, uh, very close to launching a new show, which is, a um, moving from strictly audio to a video production, uh, late night style, uh, uh, variety talk show, if you will, but all consciousness related, right? All this sort of stuff that we love to talk about, uh, you know, so if you think of a, a traditional late show, late night style show, but all these sorts of topics, these, you know, guests like Julie Ryan, um, and uh, of course, starting with an opening monologue, then the main guest comes out. Uh, then at one point, I'm going to be doing retreats at this 6,000 square foot property in Venice, California, which, by the way, guys, I'm I'm in uh, Orange County, just outside of uh, Los Angeles right now. Uh, and, tell them what uh, you're tell so, them what you're calling the retreat place. I love this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So the show, the new show, is going to be called Optimistic, spelled M Y S T I C, right? Uh, and so that the property that it, we're going to be filming it out of uh, is going to be called the Mystic Manor. So it's, it's a six thousand square foot house. It looks like an alien ship that landed in Venice, which is already sort of this very transformational hub. A lot of spiritual energy is bubbling up there. A lot of people doing, you know, incredible, incredible work. 
in this in this you know sort of uh, field. And so, um, yeah, my view is it will be a transformational hub. And each each Saturday night, thirty seven episodes from July twenty nineteen to July twenty twenty, we'll be uh, filming uh, with a live audience of twenty five to thirty people. It'll conclude with live musical performance like you would normally see on a late night style show. There'll be some visionary art painting that goes on and um, we're going to have retreats at the actual property itself. Uh, so the, the retreat guests and fans of the show get to actually come out for about 10 to 15 minutes of the segment and be on it with the, you know, the interviewee and everyone else who's on it for that particular episode. So I'm really looking to kind of bring the, the fan and listener into um, the show itself. So, um, that's very, very exciting. And, and more details on that you can find on optimistic.tv. Uh, that will be, you know, where it'll be released and all those things and the retreats and all, all the, all the good stuff about it is there. So, um, so yeah, Julie, a lot going on, uh, obviously, uh, you know, transitioning from a, uh, you know, podcast, which I've gotten very comfortable with over four plus years. And then, you know, as we all want to do, we want to stretch those wings and become our next greatest and grandest version of ourselves. And so for me, that is, you know, stretching into, okay, let me come out from behind. Uh, I can't just, I can't podcast in my pajamas anymore. Uh, I'm going to be out in front of the camera and there's going to be a live audience, but it's going to be very cozy in an intimate setting. Unlike, you know, more of a traditional studio setting, it's going to be out of this, this property that I'm living in and retreats are happening in and, you know, a lot of activity um, you know, uh, I see it as it will definitely become, I envision it becoming a vortex of just transformational goodness in uh, Venice Beach. So, Terrific. And we're trying to figure out a time for, um, you know, a date for me to come out. We had talked about that earlier this afternoon. Yes. So that'll be, that'll be fun too. I'll get to go out and visit the newlyweds. My son, Jonathan, yes. new bride, Mallory in LA. So that'll be fun as well. So, well, Brandon, thanks so much for taking the time to join us this evening and, and uh, of course, for having me on your show. Everybody, I'm going to post all that information and a link on social media so you'll be able to find it easily. And uh, it, it, was, it was a really far-reaching interview. We covered a lot of stuff on that we show. Did. So we went I almost, think you We went almost two hours. <laughs> we did. We did. So it was terrific. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Brandon. Good luck with everything. Uh, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to, to swing by here, and uh, I look forward to uh, co-creating more magic with you on Optimistic in the very near future. All righty. Sounds good. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. All righty. Let's go to our callers, and let's see who we've got. I believe our first caller, let me see here is Pam. So, Pam, hi, Pam. Hi, okay. Pam. Hi. Are you hi. there? Hi. Yeah. How are you? I'm here. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Oh, Galena, Ohio, right outside of Columbus, Ohio. All right. And full disclosure, everybody, I've known Pam for most of my life. She was my mom's secretary and beloved not only by my mother, but also by our whole family for decades, Pam, right? You were, yep, you yep. were what, you were five when my mom hired you, is that right? Yeah, five, I was five, uh-huh. I'm so glad you remember that, yeah. You were, you were just very advanced. 
You could yeah, I was read and, yeah. read and write and use the computer. And I was type in school. And, I was in school and I was running the school uh, from kindergarten. That's correct. <laughs> See, my mom was a principal of a Catholic grade school, and Pam was her right hand and really helped help keep everything afloat. I, you guys had a bunch of kids and a bunch of faculty. How big was that school at its height? We did. We had over five uh, between uh, between five and six hundred kids. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And, and probably, how many faculty members? Oh, 40 to 50, 60, somewhere, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a big operation. I yeah, know. it's not that way anymore, no. Mm-mm. I know. Well, terrific. Yeah, well, you got, a, you got a question for me? I sure do. Um, Ten years ago, I was at work, and I had a terrible pain, and it ended up being, uh, to my surprise, a kidney stone. And I have mm. been treated by a wonderful doctor uh, for uh, 10 years, or a urologist, and mm-hmm. uh, that stinker moved to Cleveland. <laughs> And so oh, the doctor, <clears throat> and things were going well. He was having figuring out different things I could do to help, so I wouldn't get him as much or, or at all for a long time. And then, in uh, three years ago, I had real bad ones, and uh, they had gone through my back, and he did it and everything. And anyway, then he decided some other stuff I should do, and I did, and I hadn't had any problems. So whenever you're for my checkup, and he said, "Whatever you're doing, you know, keep it up because it's working." Well. <clears throat> Then I got this letter that he's moved to Cleveland. So I had a, there's a lot of them in a practice, and I had to go another one. And I had a very terribly troubling experience with him uh, about three weeks ago. And I had a, uh, ended up, I found out I have four kidney stones right now, two mm-hmm. in each kidney. And in, in each kidney, one of them is really big. You know, mm-hmm. so there's a big one and one and big one. And uh, I had went in for a, lithotripsy, which they blast it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I went for my checkup, which I couldn't even get a follow-up for three weeks, and when I went, he very bluntly said, uh, it's still there, and I went, what? Because I've had lithotripsies before, and mm-hmm. anyway, it ended up, it's, I won't go through all that, but now I don't know what to do. I've gone, I have gone ahead and gone to <clears throat> another place, and I've had an appointment coming up next Tuesday, which I'm mm-hmm. worried about, but, you know, I'm going to meet a new doctor and decide... But I'm worried about what's going to happen with these kidney stones because I, I had terrible pain afterwards, and it was awful. He didn't put a stent in, and it's been horrible, and I don't know what to do. I need help. That's what After the me. lithotripsy, he didn't put a stent in? He did not. Oh, jeez. All right. Why, mm-hmm. Did he talk to you about lasering them? No. I never heard of that. Yeah, that seems to be what I've heard of for the past several years. Was this at Ohio State? No, but that's where I'm going now. Yeah, this was through uh, another the, through Ohio Health, and it was uh, their their big organization. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but now I'm going. I have an appointment with Ohio State. Yeah, you want to? The laser is normally what they do. I I don't hear about lithotripsy so much anymore. I hear about going in with a laser and they just blast them. But what I'm going to do, Pam, do you have a TV on in the background by any chance? Yeah, you want me to turn it off? Yeah, that would be great because I'm hearing the noise. The okay, interference. It's, off. it's off. All right, thanks. Off. So I'm going to get uh-huh. you on my radar. How I do this, Pam, and everybody listening is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body. And when we're attached to a body living a human life, we vibrate more slowly just because the body has mass. So by raising my vibrational level, I turn it on and off at will, I am able to connect with any spirit alive or deceased. And I've been told I'm like a human MRI. <laughs> so there Whoa. you go, Pam. 
I'm like a human hurt, right? Okay. No, it's not going to hurt. But I'm going to connect to you. I'm watching a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. Sweet home, Alabama, girl. Sweet and home, it's coming Alabama. Up, that's right. Coming up, and it's going to hook into you in Columbus. And then I've got a hologram of you in my mind's eye. I'm shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. The hologram that is you is being turned around to the back. All right. So it's gone to your right kidney first. So I can see that. I can see this stone. All right. So it's, you're not in pain now. It doesn't look inflamed. I can just see the big kidney stones in there. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. All right. Because I'm not seeing inflammation. It's not in your ureter, and that's where it hurts. That's yeah, what it really. Right. And I know you've had right. three daughters. So is it true that kidney stone pain is worse than labor pain? Oh, a thousand times. Really? Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I'm just, I'm lasering it. I'm doing a healing on you right now, and I'm just pummeling the daylights out of that those stones. I can see one good size one. I see two, th- two or three other smaller ones on the right side, Pam. Oh. So I'm getting those blasted. The big one's the issue. If that, if I'm sure they're going to want to laser this uh, when you go to that new doctor. All right. Let me look on the other side. Same thing. Uh, you, you have a couple that are pretty good size on the left side is what I'm seeing. They're not as big as the one on the right. I don't know if that correlates with what they've seen on your scans when they've done them at the doctor's office, but, um, getting those pummeled too. And then they're just, they turn into dust and you're just going to pee them out, pee out the Mm -hmm. dust. So here's Mm -hmm. how healings happen. Energetic healings. They're healed on the energetic field. Now it's up to the body to catch up with it. Sometimes there will be an immediate um, uh, remedy, for lack of a better word, where it's just fixed and the stones don't show up anymore. Sometimes it takes days, weeks, months for that healing to assimilate with the body. Sometimes Sometimes you need extra help from a human procedure, to help mm-hmm. facilitate the healing that's just happened on an energetic level. Any one of those outcomes, it's really fun when the kidney stones are gone and the docs are going, what the heck? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, here's, here's what you want to say if that happens. I was you want to thinking say, yeah. about that. You can say, I have a friend who's doing voodoo medicine on me and, you know, the doctors <laughs> just go, okay, fine. Just tell her to keep it up. But let me know what happens on that. Oh, but I you want to remember. You want to talk to them about lasering them. They just go in and they pummel them and it's handled. So I think you're you're going to be just fine. I think they're going to be able to get out of there without causing you any pain as far as them moving. Well, yeah. I hope so. so. I just don't want them to have to go on my back again. That's what I don't want yeah. to do again. That was horrible. That was I terrible. understand. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, keep me posted. Thanks for calling in. I will, in. Julie. Thank you so much. Okay. It was nice talking Take to you. Take care. I'll be you talking too. to you again. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty, let's see who's next. I believe our next caller is Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hey, Julie. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. I'm calling from sunny and warm Minneapolis, Minnesota tonight. (laughs) How warm (laughs) and warm? (laughs) I think it's 70. 
It's pretty warm for us, although we've yeah. done it high 80s already this year. But it's a beautiful evening here. And I oh, love your show, and I loved your guest. Oh, Brandon. Yeah, he's terrific. That interview is really it's, it, we had a ball doing it and we covered so many different subjects and I'm, I'm looking at the clock when I was doing it. I was thinking, okay, we're over an hour. We went for almost two hours. So. It's going to be great. I can't wait to listen to it. Um, tonight, I'm wondering if I could ask a question on behalf of a friend. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. All right. My friend's husband, his name is Dave had an aortic tear uh, last Mm. September, super scary, Mm -hmm. and he survived. Mm -hmm. He has been a perfect patient in doing everything with the cardiologist and his doctors. Um, He's a wonderful man, 60, you know, loving wife, son, who's getting married Mm -hmm. (laughs) next year. And um, he's, you know, nearing, he's been through the cardiac rehab and everything else, but there's a little mystery now. And it is weight won't release. He's been Mm. following for the last four weeks, um, you know, down to the certain number of peanuts per meal. You know, everything that the dietician assigned, he's doing. And he had some trouble with um, uh, water weight in the legs. And it Mm -hmm. wouldn't clear with multiple rounds of Lasix and things. And again, this man is a compliant patient and, you know, got great support at home. Um, one, I think there's some suspect, is he on the wrong medication or the wrong dose of these post-cardiac incident medications, or is something else mm-hmm. the problem? He's had multiple tests to check the heart. There mm-hmm. is, according to the testing, no heart failure, mm-hmm. but sometimes the symptoms present as that. And I'm wondering if you could take a peek. Okay. So did he have surgery, Mary, or he, or they just have been watching him to help him heal? On his oh, own. yes, he had major surgery. No, yeah. he was okay. in ICU. It was an okay. almost death. I mean, he so got put there a, in the nick they, of time. They put a graft in him. I've been in those I, surgeries. I've seen them. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do, does he know that you're asking about me or you're just doing it on your own? Um, well, we've been working together. Let's put it that way. He doesn't know that I'm specifically asking this question tonight, but I have a feeling he would be happy to because he... Uh, he would be fine with this just based mm-hmm. on these last few months together and their families. We've been friends for 20 years. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and from okay. you to Dave. And then I'm going to ask his permission, Mary, because I don't ever scan anybody without their permission because I just don't think it's ethical to do that. I think right. it's an invasion of privacy. I agree so with you gonna... and we'll respect whatever his, his response is tonight. Okay, so I've got you ricocheted down to Dave. All right, Dave, I'm talking to Mary. She wants me to scan you. Is that okay? Saying yes. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm shooting energy from his feet up through the top of his head. I can see where the grass... Yeah, he is full of water. Wow. All right, he looks like the Michelin man, (laughs) his energy field. Let me see if I can get some of that to drain. All right. It is an absolute reaction to his meds, Mary. Okay. What what you want to have him do is Google the name of his medication, like if it's aspirin, just as an example, mm-hmm. and then put the numbers NNT at the end of it. So aspirin, NNT. NNT stands for the number needed to treat. 
And that is the number of people that need to take a medicine in order for it to help one person. Okay. These are statistics that have to be done in clinical trials before drug companies get approval from the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration here in this country, or their counterpart in other countries before they'll let the drug companies sell the medication. I had to do the same thing with my surgical devices that I invented and used to manufacture. We had to do clinical Mm -hmm. studies. We had to show the efficacy, how effective they were, and provide those statistics to the FDA. So he wants to Google the, the name of the med, the than NNT. The higher the number, higher the number needed to treat, Mary, Mm -hmm. the less effective the medication. So if, let's say, aspirin, just following our example, the the number is 237. That means 237 people need to take that medicine in order for it to help one person. Those odds are really awful. Okay. And oftentimes, when a patient goes into the doctor and is is prepared with that kind of information, they can really have an intelligent discussion with the doctor and say, why am I on this medication? The NNT is 237. You know, isn't there something that's going to have a better number needed to treat on it that's going to be more effective for me? The other thing I'm getting is if you email me, julie at Mm askjulieryan.com, I will send you a link to a gut biome test. I think it makes sense for him to do this test. You don't need a prescription. He can do it at home. It's a poop test. And I think it makes sense for him to do this test because let's see what his gut biome is. That's where his immune system is based. And let's Mm -hmm. see based on his immune system what the foods are that are going to be his superfoods. What are the foods for him to avoid? What's everything else? And this test is going to tell us not only what's in his gut, but it's going to tell us these are the foods for you to eat. It may be that some of the things that the dietitian on a standard diet for, you know, bypass okay. patients or whatever, maybe some of those items on that diet aren't good for him to eat based on what his gut biome is. And that okay. can cause inflammation. It can cause water retention. Food is the best medicine. Let's figure out what's going on with that. And that's the best way to do it that I know of. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so when so, you take a so, look at him, you do think the, the retention and the weight is related to the medicine and possibly think, the food? I think it's medicine and I think he's got food that's causing inflammation and causing water retention. And it's even, okay. it's food that's on his diet plan, but it's not necessarily good for him. For instance, okay. when I did this test, and the reason I want you to email me is I'm going to send you a link for half off of the test. Great. So it'll save, it'll save 50%. But when I did it, Mary, I, my test results showed that I had some funky tomato virus in my gut. And so every time I ate tomatoes, the virus would do a happy dance and release a bunch of toxins and the toxins would cause inflammation and the inflammation would cause symptoms. And mm. so by removing tomatoes from my diet for a few months, that virus was able to die. I was able to poop it out sorry, so graphic with just how it works. And then I was able to reintroduce tomatoes. So my guess is between the medicine and the foods he's eating, that's what the, the, um, you know, the water retention and the inflammation is being caused by his, his heart looks good. I can see where they put in the graft. He, I think he looks good in that department. This is just, these are just a couple minor, minor tweaks that you can do to help him. 
Excellent. Thanks so much. Anybody, you bet. Anybody that's listening, if you want access to that 50% off on that link, email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, and I'll send it to you. Okay, Miss Mary, thanks for calling. Enjoy your beautiful weather. Thanks, Julie. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. All righty, let's see who's next. I believe it's Erica. Hi, Erica. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Levittown, Long Island. All right. What's going on up there? Well, well, I I guess I have my question, but it kind of goes in circles. Um, Okay. So I met an uh, an astrologist uh, last year, and he told me that I had a very psychological chart. Um, as well as a psychic who told me that a couple of years ago. And I've been doing a lot of work, um, you know, um, in terms of my journey and awakening, but I just feel like there's a lot of blockage, um, both mm-hmm. physical and emotional. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just wondering if you could tell me any more about that. Okay, blockage in that, that you're not moving forward with your life, your career, your love life, what? What in particular are you thinking with Um, blockage? I guess just not being able to see a clear path or or be able to make choices or decisions. I mean, I have a great career, but, you know, I'm not always exactly happy there. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and I just kind of get stuck, like, what can I do and where do I go from here? And, you know, I don't know if that definitely plays into some of the pain that I get in my neck and shoulders, um, you know, I feel like it's all relative. Once I can connect the dots and see it a little more clearly, then I, I could be able to, to work from that. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things. First of all, mm-hmm. consider scheduling a private consult with me, and then we'll have a whole hour to dissect all of this because I think you've got okay. a lot going on. In the meantime, in order for you to get guidance and clear guidance and validate, be able to validate that guidance, you ask a question in your head or aloud if you want. If you ask it aloud and there are a bunch of people around, they may think you're a little nutty, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> and you, you preface it, Erica, with, is it in my best interest too? And then finish mm-hmm. the sentence. The answer is going to come in within a second into your head because spirits communicate telepathically. When you ask it in that manner, you're asking God, the universe, your spirit guides, your deceased loved ones, your angels, the whole group, and you'll get it. You'll get a, an answer. Be as specific as you can because spirits are really literal. So the answers are always going to be correct. Where the variability comes in is how do we ask the question? So be as specific as you can. 
if it's some kind of advice that is going to be life altering, keep refining down the question and ask it a bunch of different ways to validate the information you're getting. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain answering you. Okay. So, I mean, it's immediate. You ask, is it in my best interest to dot, 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 play with it with stuff that doesn't matter initially. So in my best interest to eat this chocolate chip cookie or this oatmeal raisin cookie? And I mean, really, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) So you're going to get an answer and use it for stuff that you can play with it. The more you use it, the more proficient you're going to get, the better guidance you're going to get as you move forward. So in the short run, I think that will help a lot. And um, could just go to AskJulieRyan.com and schedule schedule a session, and let's let's chat for an hour, and we'll we'll figure out what's going on medically, if anything, and we'll we'll see if we can get you some clearer information on your path. Okay. 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 You bet. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. All righty. Let's go to Kim and see if we can get that to go. Hi, Kim. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good. The, the computer just got bizarre. The, our, uh, our conference room here just started doing bizarre things. So I don't know what happened there. Yeah, no, I was, what I was going to do was I was going to call back in if needed be, but I'm glad you're there. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling from the Chicago area. Okay, terrific. Got a question for me? Um, I do have a question. But before I do, I just wanted to thank you because I called you a couple weeks ago to ask about my jaw, and I yeah. unexpectedly got a healing, and it kind of freaked me out because my jaw, like, moved into a different place, and I just wasn't expecting that. Um, so I just wanted to thank you for that because I can actually chew on that side of my mouth now. I've never been able yay! to do that before. Yay! So that yay, 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 yay. Like, Wonderful. Thanks for... That, that was so strange. Yeah, thanks for letting me know. That's what I was telling Pam, you know, our our gal from Columbus, um, is the healings take place on the energetic level. They're in place. It's just up to the body to catch up with it. Sometimes that's immediate. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time. And sometimes you have to have another procedure, um, you know, with like in your case, a dentist or somebody. But, um, but thanks for letting me know. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, thank you. I was not expecting that. But, Terrific. Well, anyway, well, thank you for that. Um, my question was, I just wanted to see if I could ask about um, any like possible past life experiences because I've always felt deja vu in places or if I'm reading a book set in another time, sometimes I feel like it's like I've, I've been there before. So I just, I was always, I've been always, always been curious about that. So I was wondering if you yeah. have any insight. I do. I do. And actually, that was our question that was submitted this week. So I was just going to read it after you. So perfect timing, girl, on that. Um, what is there a question in particular that you're interested in if you have a past life that maybe is affecting this life in a certain area? Yeah. That's normally how how it makes sense to do it just from a time standpoint. What's your question yeah, I, about that? Well, I did want to see if there's anything in my past that impact me because sometimes like I'll feel sad all of a sudden and there's nothing sad going on and like I like I, I feel like sometimes I'm I'm thinking about things that don't really relate to me mm-hmm. so I'm just wondering if I'm just remembering things from 
another time. Probably. Children up to the age of about six or seven uh, remember past lives, and then filters start to get put in place at that point, Kim, and they, um, what happens is they don't remember then. And it, it's primarily so that we don't have our past life experiences that we're cognizant of because they can affect our current life. But doesn't mean they're not affecting it, but it just is is we want to, our soul wants to experience whatever we came to experience in this lifetime. And we build on each lifetime. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, we'll go and we'll, like, we're going to access all your past lives. And how I do that is I imagine I'm in a this very long, endless hallway, Kim, and it has very tall ceilings, maybe 40 foot tall ceilings. And on this, in this hallway, which is very narrow, the walls are covered in 12 inch by 12 inch mirrors. And each mirror represents a different lifetime. And so I envision myself walking down that hallway and I'm in it right now. So I've connected to you. Now I'm in it right now. And I'm asking, are there any past lives which are affecting Kim's current life? in the area of just feeling sadness out of the blue for seemingly no reason. Is that a good way to put it? You know, sadness yes. in past lives that are affecting this life, this lifetime. So I'm walking down this hallway. All right. So there are a bunch of mirrors that are coming out from the wall, almost as if they're on a hydraulic arm, Kim. And then I'm going to say, all right, show us the one that correlates the most. Okay. It's coming out far on the left, kind of midway up the wall. I'm going to envision myself walking into it. All right. So the year 1797, it's in, it's in what now is called Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. So um, I don't know much about Brazil in 1797, but you know, it's fun to Google this stuff because a lot of times we can get historic corroboration on this stuff that we see. A lot of times I'll get names and dates and, all kinds of wild stuff that we can validate online. So what happened in 17? Okay. So you were in a shipwreck in 1797. You were a man, you were an officer on a ship. You, it was a British ship. And it, I think it was sailing to Brazil, probably on some spice route or something like that. And there was a hurricane and it just, absolutely obliterated your ship and tore it apart, tore it into pieces and you, you and all the rest of the crew drowned. So, um, Oh, you had a girlfriend in, in Rio girl. Huh? How about that? So that's why the sadness, not so much that you died, but sad that you couldn't be with your girlfriend. Cause you were going to get to see her, you, you know, like you've heard a woman in every port. <laughs> Wow. That, that was that, that lifetime. Yeah, that because you got a man in every port. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, so that that was that lifetime. What I'm going to do is I'm going to remove that past life memory out of your energy field. Comes out of your pores, looks like royal blue vapor. You look like a big chia pet, and instead of having bean sprouts grown out of your little holes, you have blue vapor coming out of your pores. And so I'm removing that. And then that will help that past life not have an effect on this lifetime. So that's a great example of what happens with past life 
skiing, they're a blast. They are so much fun when we do those. So I hope that helps. Yeah, I would have never guessed anything like that. Yeah, I would Google that. Google 1797 Rio British um, trade ships. I'm getting that it was had to do with the spice, you know, the spices, spice industry, that kind of thing. So that was fun. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. All right. We do this show, everybody, every Thursday at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can find this information a bunch of different places. Anywhere you download podcasts, we're on dozens of networks, and it's in the show notes. We're also on Alexa. All you have to say is Alexa Play, Ask Julie Ryan podcast, and Alexa will play that. It's also uh, We're also on YouTube. And you can find it in the show notes there. Sign up for my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. You can submit a question there. And also when you're on my website, sign up for a private session. And then I'll have a whole hour to talk with you. And we can talk about whatever you want. Medical stuff. I can scan your pet. I can scan loved ones with their permission. I'll ask them telepathically like what I did earlier. Um, past life stuff. I can tell how close to death someone is. If you have a loved one who's dying, we can do spirit guide stuff. I mean, I'm a businesswoman that learned how to do woo-woo, you guys, and I'm a buffet of psychicness. You've heard me say that. So we can do one or any of those as time allows. All right. So speaking of past lives, here's the question that was submitted and uh, was picked for this week. It's called Past Life Companions, and it's from Doug, and Doug lives in Munhall, Pennsylvania. And he said, hi, Julie. I've heard you interviewed and am now reading your book, Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens as We Transition from This Life into the Next. It's very good. Oh, thanks, Doug. By the way, any of you listening that have read my book, Angelic Attendance, please leave a review on Amazon because it helps other people find this material. All right. Doug also said, my question is, were the people, in parentheses, family and friends in our present life now, in our past lives as well? And will they be in our future lives, even if they are in different roles? An example might be, my mother now was my boss two lives ago. I hope I'm asking this correctly, and he put LOL in there. Thank you, Doug. And here's my response. Hi, Doug. What a great question. Thanks for your kind comments about my interview and book. The word reincarnation is Latin in origin and literally means entering the flesh again. I thought that was interesting when I was researching this, when I was writing this blog. I went on to say several of the world's great religions, certainly many Eastern religions and philosophies like Hinduism, Jainism, Buddhism, and Sikhism, to name a few, believe in reincarnation, as did ancient Greek figures like Pythagoras, Socrates, and Plato, the Celtic Druids, and some sects of Judaism evidenced in Hasidic and Kabbalistic texts. As for Christianity, there are scholars who say even the early church espoused reincarnation until 553 A.D. when the Second Council of Constantinople rejected it. A 2009 survey by the Pew Forum on Religion and Public Life showed a quarter of Americans believe in reincarnation and 24% of American Christians expressed a belief in reincarnation. Having said all that, I personally believe all of us have lived countless past lives. Over the years, as I've done many past life scans for clients, 
I've been able to glean detailed information like dates, places, events, etc., that were later validated with historic documents. It's really fun to explore past lives and how they correlate with slash affect our current life. That's what I was just telling Kim. To answer your question, yes, everyone we know in our current life has been in our past lives as well. What we think of as a, quote, soulmate has, in recent history, been portrayed in literature and the entertainment industry as a once-in-a-lifetime romantic love. While this concept sounds good and sells lots of books and movies, it's short-sighted. Everyone in our life, whether a spouse, lover, sibling, teacher, child, friend, acquaintance, etc., is a soulmate. And each one of those people has been in our past lives and will assume a different role in the subsequent lives we share. Hope this sheds some light on a concept many of us have a tough time understanding. So bottom line, you guys, there isn't just one soulmate for us. That's the good news. There are lots of soulmates for us. And it doesn't have to just be a romantic partner, although there are lots of soulmate romantic partners for us as well, which I think is very exciting for people who are looking for their soulmate. And they think, oh, there's only one person for me and I haven't found him yet. Well, guess what? There's more than one person for you, and that person would qualify as a soulmate as well. So there you go. How about that? Okay, let's go to Selena. Hi, Selena. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Northern California. Okay, terrific. You got a question (laughs) for me? I do. Um, so I'm calling because I'm breaking out in hives. I've had this happen before. It is kind of prolonged. Um, it'll come up in different parts of my body. And when it's happened in the past, if I get a cortisone shot, it'll clear up. Um, mm-hmm. So before I do that this time, <laughs> um, I'm just wondering if you could like scan me to see if mm-hmm. anything comes up as to why it's happening and how I can prevent and treat it. I've got you on my radar, and what came up first, Selena, and I don't even know if you're eating this, but I got peanuts and peanut butter and anything with peanuts in it, and you know, peanuts are in a lot of things that we don't, we're even unaware of. So email me, julie at com. I'm going to send you a link to that gut biome test. Do that. It's going to be really specific about the foods that are going to be best for you to eat, like I was telling Mary earlier about that test for her friends. Mm-hmm. So it's going to tell you what's going to be best for you to eat. It's going to tell you what to avoid. It's just going to cut to the chase and start, instead of doing the elimination diet, you're going to have it right there. So email okay. me, Julie at julieryan.com. I'll send you that link and okay. and that'll help a lot. Okay. okay. In the meantime, I've got anti-inflammatory energy on you and that's going to calm down the inflammation that's going on. And okay. of course, if you want, schedule a private session and, you know, at my site, AskJulieRyan.com, and we can do a really deep dive and see what's going on. But right now I'm getting peanuts and anything related with peanuts. Okay. So, you know, a lot of stuff's manufactured in factories that utilize peanut manufacturing or something with peanuts in it. And so I think that's what's going on. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Thank Selena. You, so much. you bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you, too. 
And let's see, next, I believe it's Susie. Hi, Suze. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm good. How are you, girl? I'm good. I'm listening to my son's game. He's doing so great playing uh, professional Wonderful. baseball. So I, I have a um, unusual question this week. I had a situation Saturday where I wanted to um, uh, have some kind of uh, – a blessing with my mother, and it ended up that my car, after my meditation class, I got in it, and the temperature said minus 36 degrees instead of, like, 90, and all of a sudden, after a couple of minutes, my car started smoking really badly, and I pulled over, and I had it towed home, and I, I did call my mom, and I got to borrow one of their cars, and, you know, I had this blessing with my mom, and I thought, well, it's a blessing that my car broke down, but then what's happened is my mechanic can't find anything wrong with the car, and they had it for a couple days and did all kinds of testing, and so they gave back to me. They didn't charge me anything. They, they, so I'm just wondering, is, can I be trusting that my car is, um, do you think that my car is fine, and it was just a miracle that helped me make up the situation with my mom, or is the car going to, they said, you know, be careful not to drive it too far in case that happened again, because they just have no idea what happened, and it's all fine now. So I'm just wondering if you have any idea about that. Yeah. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. Oh, sorry. San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. I'm getting, it has to do with the carburetor. <laughs> and I, oh, the carburetor. I, I, I don't even know what that means. I mean, I've heard the word, but I, I'm not an auto mechanic. But uh-huh. um, I, think, I think you need to get a second opinion. Okay, so carburetor, because it was in the in the front, but I think carburetor might be in the back. I don't know. I don't know what carburetor is. So, so I'll find out. So, okay, so you think there is still an issue with car? It wasn't just a miracle that makes made blessings with my mom. Okay, I think well, I think good. it was probably a miracle that got you there, but I think there's something that's going on. That there's some kind of a, what I'm seeing is like a little hole in a line, okay. and that that's why it started smoking. And okay. there's something there that's going to, maybe it's sealed up on his own, but probably not. And it's probably going to happen again. So okay. I, would, I think get it checked again. Get okay. A, get you know, I, just, opinion. I just have an extra little thing is I went to the dentist and had a filling redone. And last week I had it done in the, the, um, the Novocaine or whatever. It wore off after a couple hours. And today it's still, it happened at 1 and they said it should be done by 3.30 and it's still totally numb. Is this just going to be longer? Is there anything you see about that? Like it's my whole right side of my um, lower, you know, lip is just mm-hmm. all, the whole yeah. face is still numb from the, is it going to be fine? Because it's just taking it, so long. I think it's going to be fine, Suze. It, it looks numb, you know, like when you press on, on a body part and it turns mm-hmm. white as the blood mm-hmm. flows off. That's what it, that's what your gums look like right now. But yeah, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll, it'll come back and you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much, Julie. Appreciate your help. Great to Take talk care. to you. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Oh, I cut her off. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Suze. All right. Let's go to Donna. Donna, let's see if I can get you this time. Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. I can. I'm sorry. We yay, had some technical yay. difficulties I know last we did. time. So I have I have an interesting question. My friend's <laughs> wife passed away about a year ago in a couple months. And mm-hmm. she had a really tough time leaving. She was very controlling and very uh, fearful and didn't have much spiritual um, uh I don't, this is not a lot of spiritual um, interest. And, um, mm-hmm. but within a month after she passed, 
this bird has showed up at his bedroom and comes at 5.30 in the morning when he gets up and beats on the window. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Every single day. And it flies around to the front and looks in the front window. It flies around and, and sits on the, on the, one of the rocking chairs that she used to have. It, it's been over a year and this bird will not go away. And I've sat out in the backyard with the bird and said, you know, um, what, what can I tell you? Everybody's good. We're all, you know, the kids are great. You know, he's doing really well, you know, um, you know, and I've asked other people about it and they've been kind of vague about, well, you know, she just has taken the, you know, come into a bird spirit and, but it's, it's gotten to the point where, you know, the bird poops all over the deck and it's annoying, you know, now after this long. Mm-hmm. And so I was wondering if you could, you know, maybe get some insight and uh, the woman's name is Renee. And mm-hmm. I was just wondering if there's something What's going her husband's on. name? What's her husband's um, name, Donna? Um, Jim. Jim. And what kind of bird is it? It's a little sparrow, like a little black and brown, just nothing big or no, just a little sparrow that just is a beautiful thing, you know, but like I said, it it almost knocks itself out trying to get into the house. I mean, Mm -hmm. it beats on the window, like tapping, tapping, tapping and throws itself against the window. Wow. Trying to get his attention, (laughs) obviously. Okay. Well, he talks to it. I, you know, I told him to talk to it, the bird and say, "Hey, I'm okay. Everything's good. It's okay." You know, because after, in the beginning, he didn't understand anything because he doesn't know anything about this stuff. But I mm-hmm. picked up on it. I do a lot yeah. of work like this, so I picked up on it, and you know, so I've you know been trying to you know just say you know it's okay and everything's good, and, but it yeah. doesn't seem to want to go away. And I think it so, might be stuck in a, in a, and hasn't been able to transcend yet. Tell me That's where, I think. Tell, tell all of us where you're calling from, please. Well, I don't want to tell too, you know, I don't, it's private. So, um, you know, California. How about state? Okay. <laughs> yeah, California. California. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'm Because there's a lot you. of people around our community that would not, not understand this at all. So there would be a lot of judgment about this. So I just think, wanted, and I, and I didn't want to say anything because I know one of the people that constantly calls in here, and I didn't want to be, you know, constantly. Yeah. You know, it's a pri- it's a private thing. So yeah. Anyway, so the bird is coming from Renee. Yeah. I think, and I mean, maybe yeah, someone it's, else. You know, someone else died in the house too. It's not Renee. You know, people don't turn into birds. No, it's, no, it's a spirit. It's, it's an energy. It's, yeah. By Renee. How old are Jim's kids? Oh, grown, 40. And she has had a new baby, so yeah. Okay. And she's got a granddaughter that's there, you know, so. But yeah, yeah, she's very attached to it. Didn't want to leave, you know, did not want to leave at all. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a bird coming from Renee, and I think instead of it being a nuisance, have him change his perspective of how he's looking at it and look at it as a miracle and a blessing. No, he does. He does. He does. He does. I think think it'll go from there. 
Yeah. But it hasn't yeah. changed in over a year. Yeah. What a blessing. Is that anything else? I know, but, it's, but how long is this going to go on? Why does it matter? It's a blessing. Why would you want a blessing to, to stop? Well, well, because, like I told you, it's, it wakes them up every morning at 530, and it poops all over the deck a lot. Yeah. And a lot. And it's, you know, it's been a long time. I'm not so there, to, so been, it doesn't bother been, me. Yeah. It, I'm going to have to run. Him. I'm going to have to run, Donna, because we're about out of time. But have him change his perspective, even on that uh-huh. part, and look at, his, okay. look at it as a blessing. And I think okay. it's going to take care of itself. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Thank you. Thank you for calling. You bet. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, everybody. That is it for this week. We are we are out of time. What a treat to get to talk to everybody. For those of you that I didn't get on, please call back next week and I'll do my best to get you on. And hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Follow me at Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram, Ask Julie Ryan on Facebook. Schedule your private appointments at AskJulieRyan.com. Everything else to find AskJulieRyan.com. By the way, my training, my next training class starts July 13th. I've got a few spots left. If you're interested in that, check that out online. And in the meantime, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.